that's how I feel when Only person who can stop you is the man in the mirror When you look down at your wrists and you see money When you look at your shoes and you see money When that scarf on your neck means money Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars Hundred thousand dollar sports cars Silk massage, menage a trois Yes, I been a boss Burberry scars, shrimp and perion Living like a comet, moving amongst the stars Hundred thousand dollar sports cars Silk massage, menage a trois Ladies and gentlemen, what is good? Welcome back to Top Rope Wrestling Talk. And sorry for the delay. We had some technical issues. We didn't even think we were going to get on. And then we finally got here. And Grandma is hopefully just late. Should be on her way. But in the meantime, you got me. Yeah, me. I'm back. I know. It's a big deal. (laughs) Your producer, soundboard extraordinaire, Jack of all trades and master of none. Your sometimes friendly psycho, the notorious D-O-M. And and I'm joined by my right-hand man and founder of Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That's me. He is not only the maker of meatheads. He is the man, the myth, with the majestic beard and the Burberry scarf. The salt of the earth of podcasting himself. Bruce, that is me. Technically, I'm not the maker of meatheads. I'm just the producer of meatheads and the co-host. You made the kid, didn't you? Uh, okay, you're right. I did. You're okay. the maker of meatheads, I, man. I get you there. Okay, <laughs> now I follow. Okay, like yeah, I got. I, I, you I mean, now. I see the two of you next to each other in the matching hats, and I'm like, yes, that's his baby. So you are the yes. maker of meatheads. Yes. What up, Brian? What's going on, Brian? TK, thank you, bro. Love you always. Thank you for showing up, guys. So, this past weekend was fucking nuts in wrestling. Not too many people knew that Stardom had a huge show on Saturday. Mm -hmm. No Mercy was on Saturday. And then Sunday was Wrestle Dream. Like it was insanely crazy. We're 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 not really gonna cover No Mercy. It was a good pay per view, but we're gonna we're gonna go straight into Wrestle Dream because Wrestle Dream was a fucking a dream come true. It was an amazing yeah. pay per view. I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. Yeah, like, no hate, folks. No hate. No Mercy was an amazing show. Becky yes. put on like a Cactus Jack Terry Funk level performance. Yes. Wrestle Dream, on the other hand, was like, whoo! <laughs> like, yes, there was definitely dream moments in that. Mm. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. I, I, I'm i having a hard time picking my favorite match from that card, to be honest. 
It like really going is hard. up and down, I'm having a hard time. I went into it thinking, obviously, it's got to be Danielson and Z and CSJ, and Zach, Zach Saber Jr. Because I have been waiting for that shit from the original Forbidden Fucking Door, y'all. Yeah, and maybe yes. maybe it was, but like there was so much else to that card. I mean, Shibata and Kingston tore oh that house down. Oh, my God, the fucking brutality of that match. The the sheer brutality of that match. Right? Just brutality and, and everything. And, oh, my God, like, even afterwards, like, the whole respect to Shibata, they hug. I'm just like, oh, my God, mm. I, I can't. Like, I'm not feeling that great. You can't get me emotional right now, AEW. Right? You are. And and even the TBS championship match, like Julia Hart, yeah, I know she had one botch. I know IWC. I get it. Shut the fuck up. Julia Hart had a coming out party at WrestleDream. Yes, she did. If you didn't know who she was or you thought you knew who she was, she showed you exactly who the fuck she is and who she will be going forward. In that match with Chris Statlander. Jesus she, she was on a 28 match win streak going into Wrestle Dream. Mm-hmm. 28 match win streak going into Wrestle Dream and then put on a. Uh, uh, I'm not I'm not gonna go as far as say an instant classic, but for her, that was a one top notch fucking she killed it mm-hmm. she, she, from we know chris statlander is amazing of course right and or, julia julia hart when she was with the varsity blondes was like yeah, uh, uh. yeah you can cute. see the work that she has put in with 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 malachi black and with brody king and with buddy matthews and being in the house of black and 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 putting in the work with those guys and training with those guys it has paid off. She is literally the female version of The Undertaker right now. If you yeah. stop, look at her entrance and look at her. She is the female version of The Undertaker, and it's, I am here for it. It's funny, too, because everybody thought that's what Abaddon was going to become. Mm-hmm. Like the female Undertaker in AEW <laughs> when she first showed up. And now all of a sudden we've got Julia Hart, and you're just like, really? But but it works. It just fucking works. You're absolutely right. And even I think Statlander said it after at the scrum. If you go back to the three matches they had, like the very first one when she was still a cheerleader, then they had one in the middle, then they had one at Wrestle Dream. Mm-hmm. You see her improving in leaps and bounds from the first one to the second one, and then from the second one to the third one. So I, I, I can't even imagine where she'll be if she continues to polish herself and work on this and improve this gimmick because she was she was absolutely fucking phenomenal. That is not an easy spot to be in when you're somebody like Julia Hart who's young and you worked hard. years old, 23 years old, something like that. And you are the only females and females match on an entire card which is just stacked from top to bottom Mm -hmm. and you've got to follow a great match with a great match and represent and you go out there and do exactly fucking that that is not easy to do folks and and 
I'm sure Statlander helped, and I'm not taking anything away from her. She's an amazing wrestler and amazing champion. But damn, Julia Hart. Just damn. (laughs) You're talking about them following up. Like, look, they they had to follow MJF retaining his titles in in a handicap match. Then after that, you had Eddie Kingston and Shibata. I believe after that, we had the 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 uh the tag the tag match that tag the, match. The, the, the the tag match the eight way the the four way tag, match. tag yeah. match and then I think it was it was Statlander and and yep. Julia Hart. Yep. There may have been one other match in there I can't remember. You had to um, follow you had to follow matches which were absolutely amazing. We even got she had to follow another kangaroo kick which I fucking love. I, I bro every time. listen <laughs> MJF literally shoved Vincent's head up Dutch's ass. Right? <laughs> just like he said he was going to. Okay, okay. I got to talk about it because I saw it at the scrum, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but apparently after MJF's match, Brian Alvarez tweeted out that it was very gimmicky. Yes. And this and that. And MJF yes. went off on him afterwards, uh-huh. saying uh-huh. like, I get where you're coming from, but I feel like professional wrestling went to the shits a few years ago where people aren't even trying to win a match. They're just trying to kill themselves. Yep. And wrestling has all kinds of flavors of ice cream. And this is my flavor. I, I want people to pop for a body slam the way they will, the way they would if Darby Allen gets thrown into a set of steel steps, mm-hmm. which was the most disgusting thing I ever saw. And if you watch that, it absolutely happened. Yeah. Now, no, I'm asking the wrong person, but you're the only other one here because Grandma uh-huh. didn't show up yet. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. is MJF right? Is this too gimmicky, or is this something that needs to be pushed in no. wrestling? It, it, the it old traditional gimmick style match. It wasn't gimmicky at all because he got a pop. For a fucking body slam. When was the last time? When, you tell me the last time you heard a pop in a in a pay per view over a body slam. Uh, Hogan and Andre. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah, Yokozuna yeah. Lex Luger? Lex Luger when he body slammed Yokozuna. People went nuts for that because he was the big American hero at that point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, that might be the last one that got like a real official, like over the top pop, like MJF's does. Dude. And every time, it doesn't matter if it's Big Cass or if it's whoever. If he does it, people go crazy for it. The motherfucker got a kangaroo kick over. Like no one knew what the fuck a kangaroo kick was. I didn't, look and now like. I can't live without it. I really it, can't. As soon as he went like this, I was like, oh. <laughs> Like, I I I don't know, man. I, he's he's the fucking man. Like I literally feel like that man could get an Oreo cookie over in a wrestling match, just like Eddie Kingston did in in BTE when he when he promoted <laughs> a fucking chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie, yes, yes. Like like you literally. Know, I. I I hate to say it, but I almost felt like MJF said at that scrum what I've been saying every week. Like, there's there's every kind of wrestling out there. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Yeah. Like, Brian Alvarez, if this is not your style of match, there are eight, nine other matches on the fucking card. Shut your goddamn mouth 
and let people like Bruce and I enjoy it because maybe it is more of an old school thing. Maybe it is toward, you know, maybe it is focused on guys our age who watch this shit growing up. And then we see a guy like MJF doing it. Nobody else is. And we're like, this guy, mm -hmm. he's the guy. Maybe that's what he's trying to accomplish. I don't know, but it felt, at least to me, it, it like he was saying his ice cream thing was the exact comparison to me saying enjoy wrestling. Like, stop talking about what you didn't fucking like about it because that card had nine matches on it and every match was different. What is oh, good fucking... Brother De Niro! De Niro! What is up, my brother? What I knew you'd come. Good. Guys, what guys. Good. I gotta take a break in the middle. Just say this. I want to welcome the Wrestling DeLorean back to the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. It has been a long fucking time coming. And if yes. you're ever doing dogging with De Niro, I will watch Raw for you, homie. And, and tomorrow afternoon... Mike De Niro returns to Circle of Debate live right here. So everybody, get your popcorn ready. Sit back on a Saturday afternoon. Enjoy Circle of Debate and enjoy the return of the man that takes you back. <laughs> way back. Way, way, way back into time. I don't have much to do. Okay, I'm done. Enjoy Mike De Niro tomorrow and enjoy when he comes back to the Circle of Debate YouTube channel and subscribe now because there will be more. It's not just the meatheads. It's not just Wrestling DeLorean. It's not just... There is more coming, folks. Yes. Subscribe now, be entertained later, and thank me somewhere down the line. Now... Again, I just wanted to get that out there. It felt like MJF's ice cream thing was a lot like my enjoy yep. wrestling thing. And I respect I the agree. hell out of that man for that. I'm I not agree. a mark like Bruce. I will never I will never be on that level. But I respected the hell out of what he said. I'm not a so mark. I had to get that in there. <laughs> You're not a mark. And yes, I'm not a smoker. <laughs> But oh my god! I mean, just but yeah, Russell. But getting back to Russell Dream, like yeah, it, and Julia Hart absolutely showed up, showed out. I have nothing but respect for her and Chris Atlander. And you know what? Yes. I I gotta say, Swerve belongs in the I was salon of just AEW. getting ready to. That's the match I was gonna say. That right there was my match of the night. I loved Danielson and, and Zack Sabre Jr. Swerve Strickland versus Adam Page was my match of the fucking night. When was the last time we heard Hangman Adam Page get booed out of a, out of a oh building and told that he sucked? Oh, my God. When? I know. But honestly, but honestly, were you even surprised because it's Swerve? It's fucking Swerve in Seattle. You know, as soon as he said who, as soon as he says whose house, everybody in that place is gonna shout at the top of their absolutely. lungs. Swerve, a that, that absolutely, is his, that is his Long Island. He can be a heel anywhere else, but when he goes to Seattle, he's not a fucking heel, dude. <laughs> yes, De Niro. I said this last week when when Ivan was on here and we were doing our predictions. I said 
that Swerve is on his way to be the first African American champion in AEW, and this match with Hangman Adam Page just cemented his spot in the main event to ver to to viably challenge for the AEW World Title. No, absolutely, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent, Nero. If you remember, I can't even remember what network we were on, but your boy, but our boy TJ from the Indie Movement, he put out that thing where he said Swerve needs to turn heel. And at the mm -hmm. time, I was like, I love it, but I don't think you should do it because mm -hmm. he's so fucking over. And you won't, you know, anybody could be a heel, but this guy has the potential to be a huge face, the first champion of his lineage in that company. Everything else, mm -hmm. you need to push him as such because anybody, anybody can be a heel. Being a heel is easy. Getting over the way Swerve did as a face is not. Mm hmm. Seattle Nick, proved good, that. my dude. Oh, Nick, what is happening, Mr. Universal in the building? It is hey. so good to see you, homie. I hope you get I'm hoping you're getting a little sleep over there, bro. I know I know little universal is driving you crazy, and I'm here for you. If Uncle Psycho could, I'd come babysit. But you don't hey. want me around him with this shit right now. <laughs> Presidente El Jefe is in the uh, building. Oh, uh, we gotta take another break. He's the uh, he's the only one that gets a fucking video every time. We didn't even get a video this week, but ladies and gentlemen, El Jefe. I had to yeah. do it. <laughs> he he's yes. the boss. He's the boss of all bosses. I had to do it. What's happening, homie? It's good to see you. But uh, that, it's good to be back too, y'all. The storytelling in that match. Oh, phenomenal. It, it, it was, it was, uh, Swerve. Here's the thing. We all knew Swerve was amazing in the ring. We all knew he was good. Right. But like I said, this match solidified his spot in the main event. I cannot wait to see Swerve Strickland versus Kenny Omega. Swerve versus Adam Copeland. Swerve versus MJF. I can't wait to see these matches now. Swerve I think he's getting low. I think he gets a TNT title shot this coming he, week. No, we get Swerve and Danielson for number one contender. Oh, that's right. Swerve versus Danielson, number one contender. On contender Tuesday. Title Tuesday to celebrate Tony Khan's birthday. So, yes. so happy birthday, TK. Sucks to be you, NXT, because you thought you got rid of these guys. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, since you brought up NXT, it is being reported that, yes, The Undertaker truly will be in Orlando that that weekend and that week. They're going to put so The we, Undertaker. We, we, we may get Undertaker on NXT. Like, literally, they're pulling out all the stops for a company that's no competition for them. Okay, back to Wrestle Dream. Back to Wrestle Dream, yes, yes. Is it, uh, but yeah, I've been I've been saying it for quite a while. Swerve is championship material, mm -hmm. and that match, even what he said at the at the scrum after, when and even at the scrum, Jericho, Kenny Omega, Adam Copeland were all singing his praises. Mm -hmm. Brian Danielson, same thing. They were all talking about Swerve. He, if it was Julia's coming out party, it was Swerve's too. Because I know there were a lot of guys from Seattle on that card, but I think he kind of stood above them all. I'm sorry. He, he really did. 
I know he didn't have the technical match like Brian did. I know he didn't have the the hardcore match or the main event like Darby did. But I think he made the biggest impact of the three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Square versus Danielson. Yes, please. Right? Fuck yeah. That's Brian almost as good as it. that's almost as good as ZSJ and and Brian Danielson. And and speaking speaking of ZSJ and Brian Danielson, I think it's safe to say that match did not disappoint. Right? Hell no. He, Hell well, no. Here's the. He, See, I, when we did the prediction show, I, I I basically said this match. The three of us obviously were were are drooling over this match. Ivan Ivan was doing the Ned Flanders while oh, I was no. introducing the match. And, and I was feeling good, but I was watching. I saw it. There, yeah, that Flanders like, clip came up a lot, <laughs> and I can't blame him. Like I actually thought there would have been a lot of fans shitting on that match because it was so technical. But I think Adam Copeland kind of distracted the IWC from bitching about such a technical match because a lot of people don't like that. I thought it was pure genius. It was brilliance in the ring. It was it was a technical level that we never get to see. Mm. At least not at least not on this side of the globe. You gotta Listen, go to Japan for that type of shit. There was not, there was not <laughs> one kingdom. There was not one tope suicida. There no. was not one off the top rope move. There was no high flying, no high risk. It was straight. I'm gonna out fucking wrestle you. Yeah. I loved every fucking second of it. Oh my god, the back and forths, the from one submission to counter to another submission, counter to another. It was just, it was incredible. And I love it. And I loved the way they finished it yeah. because even though Danielson won, I, I thought it. And then he said it after the scrum, he might've won the match, but he basically won it with like the psycho knee, which is not exactly, exactly. A, technical, a technical move. So, so he might've won the match, but Zack Sabre Jr. might have came out of there looking like the better technical wrestler. Mm -hmm. Talk Mm -hmm. about giving the guy a rub, which is well-deserved, but I thought it was the perfect finish. And then afterwards, if you were watching and you didn't see the scrum, he holds holds up Aubrey Edwards' hand, and then he spins her and hugs her. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, that's a little weird. Turns out Aubrey Edwards was in the key arena way back when Daniel Bryan announced his WWE retirement. Yep. And somebody caught photos of her like clapping and crying and turned them into a meme. Mm-hmm. Now all these years later, she gets to ref his match in Seattle with the crowd going crazy. And he takes a moment to acknowledge her because literally folks, that's Aubrey Edwards at mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan's retirement in the key arena clapping and weeping these type of photos were turned into a meme shortly after the fact this would be this would be like the angry miz fan getting to ref one of his matches in cleveland yeah you know like like this should not happen but it happened at wrestle dream in the middle of maybe maybe the dragon's best match of all time and the and the girl who was weeping and clapping got to ref that yeah, that is fucking cool. <laughs> it definitely it did come full, full circle. circle. 
Yep. Absolutely. And it really was a beautiful moment. Like I, I was like, even I was at first like, why is he doing all this with Aubrey? And then I watched the scrum and I heard him talk about it. And I was like, oh shit, that was her. And I looked it Uh up. Lo and behold, there's pictures of her weeping, clapping, you know, crying all those years ago. What was it like 2011 when Brian announced his his retirement? Yeah. And all these years later, here we are. Here's the thing. We're, we're talking about this masterpiece that was Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall at fucking Ivan's house to see the tears rolling down his eyes of joy of that amazing wrestling match. Because you know that man. If Ivan was just sitting there. It's pure wrestling genius. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's Thank beautiful. you. Oh, man. I could just see Ivan. Gracias, oh, mi amigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mi amor. <laughs> oh. No, that that match was amazing. I'm just kind of, I don't know. Like, like I shouldn't be upset about this, but I am. Meltzer only gave that match five and a half stars. I literally want to find that man and kick him (laughs) in the dick. That bitch was a seven star match. It was, but fuck him. I don't give a shit what Meltzer says anymore. But again, it it didn't have the Tope Suicidas and the and the Swantons and the Canadian Destroyers. Yeah, you know. all the stuff in AEW that gives Meltzer wood. I know. Exactly, I know. exactly. But it's like Brian's saying it's it's almost impossible for the Dragon and Zack Sabre Jr. to have a bad match. No, it, it is really impossible. Is. But the match they had actually like actually exceeded the expectations I had for that match from the very beginning when it was supposed to happen at Forbidden Door and Claudio had to step in. Yep. That's how good that I mean, We're talking a year almost two later and I had these major expectations and had to wait. And I come back, see this match all this time later, and it's better than I fucking imagined it to be. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often. That's why, no offense, no mercy. You were good. But but do you hear what I'm saying right now? This all happened. It's kind of hard to compete with that. <laughs> This is very true, Brian. This is very true. Meltzer lost his mind ages ago, just like Vince. Mm, mm, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I, I wonder if Vince ever had his mind. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he had the mind for the industry, but then outside of it, he was doing a lot of crazy shit. So you, that's neither here nor there. We're gonna move on. <laughs> so there was there was there was two very young gentlemen that had to follow swerve and hangman that actually put on a, a banger of a match and that was ricky starks and wheeler yuda yeah it was both of i i believe i think no ricky's been on pay-per-views but it was wheeler yuda's pay-per-view debut on on the main card in a singles match yeah like he's it, been in He's been in like he's zero hour. He's been zero hour. He was well, yeah, always but in I mean, he's been hour. in like other matches with the BCC altogether, but he's never had a one on one pay per view yeah. match in AEW. In ROH, yes. In AEW, yeah. no. Yeah, that match. I I really feel that match exceeded expectations. Like, look, we know Wheeler's. We know Wheeler's good, and we know Ricky's been on fire, and he's been amazing lately. And and you know didn't really know what was what was to come of this match and this match did not disappoint man it didn't no it no, did it not. not it really didn't that's yes. nothing nothing on this card 
nothing on this card disappointed me whatsoever. And Yuta has an insanely bright future. I would say that even if you didn't say that, he wasn't from Philly. That's that's how high on that dude I, I am. I mean, I know he's kind of the whipping boy of the BCC, but there are worse spots. There truly is. There truly it's like, is. oh, no, you're the Brandon fourth. Cutler. Yeah, exactly. You're the fourth <laughs> guy. You're the fourth guy in the BCC. At least you're not running around forever in a nose plate with a camera and people are calling you Braden and Broden and all this other bullshit, like can't even get your name right. I'd rather be Will or Yuta than Brandon Cutler any day. Any day, even if it means I got to take European uppercuts from Claudio. I have been hit harder and worse, okay? <laughs> and what's up, Dylan? Good to see you, bud. My silent assassin... I hope yes. everybody had their. I hope everybody had a chance to go and check out Dome Field Advantage over on the Fanatics Network. Great show, great guys there. I'm pretty sure they're doing a live watch along of SmackDown right now while we're talking. But we'll watch SmackDown later. We're 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 always behind. We're <laughs> can I can I just can I just bring up one more thing about the the Danielson and Zack Saber Jr. match? Yeah, the, the bias from Nigel McGuinness was amazing. <laughs> oh, in that match, it was amazing. unbelievable. His amazing. British was shown in that match. Oh, man. showed out everything showed Zack Saber did. Nigel was just drooling all over it and fawning all over. I loved it was every second of it. I loved it. I absolutely fucking loved it. I I, I wouldn't have changed the thing. I would have made him be more openly British on the commentary uh -huh. table. It was awesome. Him and Moxley doing commentary together. Oh, fucking they were gold. great. Bro, like I know I know Mox doesn't want to do it, but if he if he decides to get behind the table with Nigel, I am there. <laughs> he said he got fined for what he said in zero hour. <laughs> But we we we've got to get we've got to get to this main event because you know even hold in the on, scrum, hold, on. hold hmm. on, you're you're missing one amazing match. Wait, what did I miss? What did I miss? My bad, bro. FTR versus fucking Aussie oh. Open. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my another, god, another another fucking can FTR put on a bad match? This is what I want to know. Can FTR put on a bad match? No, as a tag I, team, no, not I, not not in AEW, not that I remember. I mean, and, and even in this one, it it honestly felt like Aussie Open had him. The super big rig from the top rope. Oh my god, yeah. But I mean, it, leading up to that, like they were beating FTR's ass. They had mm -hmm. one of them. They had Cash completely debilitated. And somehow FTR manages to pull that like super avalanche, whatever you want to call it, big rig. Although we got to tell Nigel to stop calling it the Shatter Machine before no, we get actually, to No, actually, no, they, they did change it back to the Shatter Machine. Did they change I, it? Is it officially? I forgot, I forgot what it was called. Yeah, they've been calling it the Shatter Machine again. It's officially the, okay. Yeah. But but that avalanche Shatter Machine from the top row, holy shit. Mm -hmm. That looked painful, mm -hmm. like for everybody involved, even for for Cash landing on his back that had been worked over the entire. <laughs> match. It ju it just sucks that Davis fucking broke his wrist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, his hand. it was his hand or his wrist that he broke. It, it was fucking sucks. 
I think it was his hand. I'm not sure, but he it, had just uh, got back from injury too. Yep, yep. He got injured in Japan, and he had come back, and they won the ROH titles, and of course, better than you, baby, kicked in, and and now a few short months later, this it's just it's hard out there for a dump truck. I don't know what to say it other really than that. Is. It really is, it really is, man. I, I hope he can. I hope he has a speedy recovery. And it was kind of cool to see Kyle Fletcher with the Don Callis family on Wednesday. Although I was wondering where the hell Sammy was, to be honest. He got hurt. He okay. was medically cleared. Okay. Well, I did not hear that going into Dynamite, so I was expecting no, Sammy. And Don I got... Callis had an inter- did, a, did a backstage segment with uh, Takeshita. Oh, and, okay. And he said he wasn't medically cleared. And then he said, we have a surprise uh and kyle fletcher a new, good young up and coming and then he lost and he said kyle fletcher was fucking trash and then right. and then the newest member of the callous family came out will hobbs oh oh does that is that not a perfect fit for that group it really is like you talk about a heater that, that and I know Wardlow came back that night too, and good for him. But but Powerhouse Hobbs with the Don Callis family mm-hmm. is like the perfect placement. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if they thought maybe we should put Wardlow, in. no, fuck that Powerhouse. <laughs> uh huh. It was unbelievable, and and it was cool to see Kyle on Dynamite. It was a shame that he lost. The six man match was even great at Wrestle Dream. Yeah. It's so. It it, it it does it does feel a little weird to see Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega working together still. Yeah. I'm having a problem with that. After all those matches in Japan and the start of AEW and the inner circle and all that shit, like it is weird to see those two work together. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is it's weird to see babyface Jericho again, to be honest with you. Yeah, a little bit. Strange. I mean I, awesome. I enjoy it. I enjoy it because whether he's a baby face or a heel, whenever they sing his music, he can't help but smile. So I think, I think it fits a little better as a face than it does when he's a heel because he's supposed to be all badass and fuck the fans. And then they start singing this song when it goes off and you see him in the ring going, yeah, it, it don't work. Chris. <laughs> and I'm not blaming you. You know, you wanted to be a rock star. You got all these people singing your songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should be a happy guy, but not when you're a fucking heel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't. You can't have that smile on your face when you're supposed to be telling people to go fuck themselves. I'm sorry. Right. It's just you're not MJF. You're like throwing fireballs in people's face and then smiling mid ring. Like yeah. that doesn't work, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We we we've digressed from the match that you were getting ready to talk about. Oh no, it's fine. I jumped the gun. I forgot about the six man match too, so I wanted to. Throw I that ain't in. worried about. I ain't worried about the six man match. We got it. We're good. We're covered. <laughs> We've got one match left, y'all. Christian got- Cage, Darby Allen, and the most brutal. Not, 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 not hardcore. Not extreme. Not death match. No, downright fucking brutal match. I seriously right. thought Dar- I- Darby Allen's done some stupid shit, and I thought oh, he yeah. was dead. Oh yeah. But this shit 
this shit right here. <laughs> Dude, even Kaz and Nigel were like, oh my, my God. God. When he body, when Christian Cage body slammed him on the steps, like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like the top platform. It was. No, no, it was. The fucking the, angle of the steps. It was the stairs, it not like the, the top. It was the. Ow. Oh, no. Fuck I, me. I, my back is twinging just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, I'm getting tight. Anybody got any icy hot like, fuck? Like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. I would never. No, no. I I, I might have in my 20s, but Listen, I'm never again. Never again. <laughs> Darby's gonna have to retire at the age 35. Either he's gonna be dead at 40. One or the other. One of the two. One of the one other guys. And and I'm I bet I, I I joke about him a little bit, but I'm a Darby Allen fan. I have a fucking Darby Allen t-shirt. My wife and I both do. I, the guy is fucking insane, and I love him. But Jesus Christ, even that the best way I could describe that match that was like a daddy's taking me to the woodshed match. Yeah, like when he was power slamming him on those steps, I was waiting for Christian to say, "This is gonna hurt you, hurt me more than it hurts you, son." Bang! <laughs> Right, the Christian is the father figure that was taking Darby to the woodshed. Like, oh, you know, you wanna, you wanna try to out wrestle me. Well, now I'm gonna out extreme you. I'm gonna show you something, son. So, <laughs> I'm gonna pull the fucking boards out, everything. Like, oh, dude, Jesus. he tore the apron off, dude. dude exposed the like, like, hey, world, here you go. This is what we're actually yeah. fucking falling off. You see this little thin layer of memory foam? Yeah. Two by six is underneath, okay? Tell me so, we learned how to fall or it doesn't hurt. <laughs> we got we actually kind of got two shocks at the end of this match. No, we really did. There was no kind of we got Nick a swerve Wayne, and then we got a debut, and it was beautiful. Nick Wayne turns heel and smacks Darby with the belt. And on the preview show. I think I said Nick Wayne is going to, uh, or maybe I said it on Facebook. I can't remember. I, I said it was Nick, last week. Nick Wayne is going to join the Callis family and turn heel. Well, he didn't join the Callis family, but that motherfucker shit he damn, turned heel. He damn sure turned heel. He damn sure did. And it was, oh my it was God, unbelievable. Brutal. He's, he's standing there with the TNT title and he's talking shit to Christian while Christian is down in the corner. Like everything you said about my dad, my mom. And then he just turns around and clocks Darby Allen. I'm like. Hey, his mom's reaction was perfect. The whole thing. His shit and then his mom's reaction and all of that was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like, I have a newfound respect for Nick Wayne after that moment. Mm-hmm. The whole Wayne family went up a notch in my book <laughs> after that night. <laughs> it was like, God, <laughs> that was crazy. And if that was how they were going to end it, that might have been, been enough for me. I would have been okay. But then obviously Sting comes out to, to try and help Christian, and then Luchasaurus comes out. And all of a sudden, we start getting one of these Darby art school videos we've all seen. This is different. This is different. There's like muscle cars and all this. I'm like, wait a minute. That dude looks familiar. I know the tattoo on that hand. It it can't be. There's no way in hell. This is not happening. And then all of a sudden, you hear it. 
you hear you, you you think you know him I'm like what mm-hmm. <laughs> on this day I, I see, see clearly everything has come to life I think oh! I think I fucked <laughs> I think I fucked with every Facebook group that said it was going to be Edge, and I said, fuck you guys. I'm going to laugh my ass off when it's Jack Perry that shows up. (laughs) I literally fucked with every group and said that in every group. But I'm seriously glad that it was Adam Copeland that showed up. I think we both... I think we both need to apologize a little bit, because last time you and I did a show together, there was talk of Edge coming... Mm-hmm. to AEW mm-hmm. and and he said it I have the WWE contract in my inbox I haven't signed it I haven't done anything with it I don't know what to do yet and we immediately went guys calm the fuck down there's no way he's going yeah. to AEW yeah. he's WWE for life man yeah. he's been there for like 25 30 fucking years he's not leaving Q mm-hmm. Wrestle Dream dun, 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 dun. okay I was wrong he's I was there wrong. I, yeah I was wrong too. And I can't be mad because the thing about it the thing about it is I thought my impression of things from watching Edge's comeback was that he was content to be on that legends deal where I'm just going to show up here and there, I'm going to do I'm going to have a program, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. That's not what he it, wanted. It turns out because watching the scrum, he was the first guy out to shoot and even he said it. I don't want to just be on a show here or a show there. I want to be every week. I want to be full time. I want new challenges. I want new stories. I want my character to go to the next level because I think I feel like I have a lot left to give to this industry. Yes. And considering that man's history and what he's already done, what he's already accomplished and everything that he's been through. I have to applaud that dude. I have to. You think you know him? I, I thought I did. That's why the show is called what it is, man. We thought uh-huh. we knew the guy. We were like, calm down, folks. There's no way Edge is leaving WWE maybe two, three weeks ago. And here we are today. Like, I'm sorry. I was terribly wrong. Like, I'm not going to yes. be that guy. I'm not going to be that I, I thought he was content to be that legend. Mm-hmm. It turns out he wants so much more than that. And I don't think anybody knew that other than Edge. Or Adam I, Copeland. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam Copeland. We listen, can't call him Edge anymore. I'm taking I'm taking a page out of Kenny's book. He had me on the edge of my seat. Right? Right? De Niro. Yes. 100% agree. Adam Copeland is a... Is AEW is a in, in AEW is a massive upgrade from CM Punk? Yes, because Copeland is not a douchebag. De Niro, that that was that was a question I was I was going to bring up. I, I was going to ask Bruce if this is an upgrade from Phil this because in my be book, my son, this has got to be my son. It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be. be no because he refuses to call him Adam Copeland. <laughs> He and he spells his name the same way. <laughs> it's got to be my son. That's got to be my kid. What's up, <laughs> Meathead? Great no, episode last week. It is. Great episode, by the way. 
check out the meatheads right here on Circle of Debate, all about aliens and movies and everything. Like that, that episode had me on the edge of my seat, boys and girls. <laughs> but this is by far, by far an upgrade to CM Punk because Adam Copeland is everything that CM Punk thinks and says that he is. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to think it. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to be it. So here's 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 my question. Do you think they're jumping into the Adam and Christian feud too quick? Uh, I mean, considering the way that it ended on Dynamite, and, and I'm almost afraid to say this with, with Morgan in the live chat. <laughs> He's 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 seen the, the YouTube you know, video unedited. You saw you saw Adam and Christian in the ring and Adam talking about how they need to remind everybody that they are one of the greatest tag teams of all mm-hmm. time. Like they need to get in the, they need to be in wars with FTR and the Young Bucks and this and that. And I'm thinking, oh my god, I would love to see that. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. What, when did you ever think we'd have the chance to get like Edge and Christian versus FTR or the Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros, you know. <coughs> and now it's all a this possibility. Kid's be grounded. <laughs> he needs to beat MJF for the title. Oh my God, Morgan, I love you. I may or may not have been thinking it, but you said it, and I appreciate you for it. Um, but I was so in when he said that. And even Christian was smiling. And then he hugs him. And then he puts the mic up while hugging him and just says, Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And turns around and walks away. <laughs> Pure gold. I mean, Edge even said to him, if you, because that was, that may have been another thing that pushed him. I mean, Adam even said to him, because that may have been another thing that kind of pushed him over the edge. Like you got Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus that believe me. Speaking from experience, those guys will drop you like a bad habit after they've sucked mm-hmm. every ounce of knowledge right out of your head. That felt like a direct shot to that click that he left behind. <laughs> yeah. And still, Christian says, go fuck yourself and leaves. So, do I think it's too soon? No. Only because it's not going to be a direct feud with Christian Cage. It's going to be... Okay. The outlier. It's going to be him and Luchasaurus, or him and Nick Wayne, or him and Darby against Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne, okay. or something like that to get his feet wet. And they're going to build to him and Christian, which I think will eventually, at some point, turn into Edge and Christian reuniting as a tag team, or De Niro, Adam and Christian. Sorry, De Niro, this is why we're friends. Father of the year. <laughs> it's been such a high point for AEW. This is why we're friends. I got I got to tell you man Christian is entertaining as fuck. You may not like him, but he's entertaining as fuck even at the scrum. Even mm-hmm. at the scrum he was entertaining as fuck. Somebody asked him like who are you who are you looking to defend your title against next? And he's like why would I fucking do that? Why would I yeah. bother? I'm the champ. People are lining up outside that door to come after me. The lines down the hallway. I don't need to target anyone. They need to come after me. Okay. And then somebody asked him about wrestling. He's like, Have you ever wrestled? Ever? Ever in your life? Well, I wrestled a little bit. When? 1982? 
Like, well, I wrestled, but I wrestled Nick's dad. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's if you. I'm not saying he's on the same level, but it's the same energy. If you miss MJF's heel work, just watch Christian. Yeah. He's not going to give you all MJF restaurant quality heel, but he's going to give you what you're missing in that department, which is fucking phenomenal. And and I, I was wrong. I'm glad Adam Copeland is in AEW knowing what I know now. I can't wait for some of these matchups. I mean, he talked about it. He's never been in a ring with Samoa Joe. Moxley. He's never been in a ring with Moxley. He's never been in a ring with Claudio. Which one of these matches would you not scream, just take my money if they put it on a pay-per-view card? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yes, we may, we may at some point end up with MJF versus Adam Copeland. When did you we ever MJF think man. that was going to fucking happen? Uh, regardless of who wins, when did we ever once think that was going to happen? Obviously, Never. Jay White's coming after him right now. And poor Max is like extremely, extremely outnumbered. I feel like this is when the dynasty needs to come back. But that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine somewhere, somewhere, not not full gear, obviously, because that's the next pay-per-view, but somewhere, Revolution, whatever, MJF versus Adam Copeland. The promos alone would sell that match. Right. Right, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. So, so to me, the whole weekend because I watched the Stardom event you were talking about. I watched No Mercy, and I enjoyed it all. Like they were great shows. Wrestle Dream was just that. It was a perfect Anoki tribute. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing card. It was an amazing night with amazing moments in the main event because i was one of those guys they were talking about the scrum i'm looking at the card i'm like how is darby and christian for the tnt title the main event i don't fucking i called it danielson did not want to be the main event no i know danielson but i thought maybe they'd put the six man maybe they'd put you know maybe Mm. they put maybe they'd even throw shibata kingston in there as like a because it's an enoki tribute you know what makes sense? But then they come up with Darby and Christian, and I'm like, why? And by the end of that match, I understood. I fully understood between the Nick Wayne swerve and the Adam Copeland debut. I fully understood. I'm dropping by so I don't get fined. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> All right, let's 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 hit up this fast lane card here and yes, and, yes, and let's do that. Let's let's kind of do uh Maybe a keep it or kill it style through the card. Kinda. Well, it's five matches. So, <laughs> yeah, oh. that's it. This is this is another takeover style pay per view. Okay. Um. And and we we have let's see, I guess we could start off with the six man that kind of evolved because we're finally getting Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits in a match with the LWO. Why? It's going to be... They've been going back and forth, and the LWO has actually beaten the Street Profits a couple of times. At one point, I think week before last, um, 
they got the street profits got beat by lwo came back and bobby said to him flat out like that's it give me the watch give me the give me the suits give me everything back you guys had them and you wouldn't pull the trigger if you're gonna be gun shy i'll go find a couple of guys that aren't and i'll get rid of you i don't give a fuck yeah yeah and then that, that motivated the prophets to kind of go hard and and i like that mm -hmm. because that's kind of how they were when they came in bruce would know better than anybody and now we get these three against um i think it's santos joaquin and ray <laughs> well yeah it would have to be because who else is gonna fight Zelina's gonna fight as the third person could you imagine her getting speared by Bobby Lashley no. I don't even want to think <laughs> the Hurt Business 2 is gonna win I'm not I don't know I'm not I'm not in, th that match doesn't grab me like I like the Profits I like Lashley but the, LW, to, the LWO doesn't I have to say I'm with you I'm not grabbed by the match, but the storyline that's developing between Bobby and the Prophets and the way it's been kind of gaining some momentum lately and the way the Prophets are kind of morphing back into their old selves, mm -hmm. I'm into that. And, and I will watch this match just to see them kind of... I think we talked about this when Raquel was fighting Rhea for the first time. We were saying, like, I don't want happy Raquel. I want no, mean, no, no. snarling Raquel from NXT that fucked Rhea Ripley up every time mm -hmm. they met. And we got a little bit of that. They haven't full-on gone to that, but they've, they've shifted her in that direction. I feel like we're going back to the original characters the Prophets were that Trips kind of helped develop. And this is the start of it. And if we get that the way we got Raquel at, at the previous pay-per-view, I will be a happy fucking guy. Yeah. So the match itself, I'm not big on, but I think the Prophets and Bobby are going to win this one. I think the Prophets are going to slowly start to morph from this point, and I'm excited for that. I don't care if you call them the new Hurt Business. I don't care if you call them the new Nation, and they add a bunch of motherfuckers on top of it. You can't. You can get Carmelo. You get whoever the fuck, and, yeah. and I'm fine with that. But I think I think they're going to take it in the six man, and then. We're going to see this click kind of grow and develop from here because they've kind of had their growing pains. Um, and then we had, we, we, if you haven't noticed, guys, John Cena's been back on SmackDown lately. Like, I know The Rock showed up once. John Cena's been back all, every fucking week. And every week, the bloodline is fucking with him. And at one point, the bloodline were fucking with him and AJ. They were supposed to have a tag match. The bloodline took out AJ. So... When John Cena is being beat up by Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, who else comes out to save him but the legendary, incomparable L.A. Knight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we've got John Cena and, of course, Yeah. 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 I miss doing that. I'm sorry, guys. L.A. Knight. Teaming up to take on Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa in a tag match. Now remember, Roman's nowhere to be found, and Jimmy's on another show. So this is actually a fair fight. Oh, High Class is smiling. What do you got for me? I, I don't know, man. I... <laughs> Morgan's thanking me for the yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he Uncle Psycho me, loves you, dude. He makes me do it during Meatheads. Um, I know. I'm watching. I'm watching. I gotta get back yeah. on. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Like, like, 
I'm a fan of Sokoa, and and I was a fan. I, I don't know. I'm not a Jimmy Uso fan. I'm a Jay Uso fan. I'm a Sokoa yeah. fan. I'm I, I'm a Jay Uso fan. Jimmy hasn't as a singles wrestler. I hope he doesn't fall into that Marty Jannetty role of of falling off and and kind of yeah going away. <laughs> but again, I don't want to see John Cena wrestle anymore. I'm sick of the fucking bloodline. I'm not. It, LA Knight is the only thing that interests me in this match. And he's probably going to get jumped before the match. And it's going to be Cena versus Jimmy and Sokoa is what's going to happen. Oh, you think it's going to end up two on one, kind of like MJF with the righteous? Yes. Yes. And then watch Cena's going to put Jimmy's head up, up Sokoa's ass and then hit the F5 and get the one, two, three. F5 or attitude <laughs> adjustment, whatever the fuck he does. F you. <laughs> I think Roman's at Roman's on vacation, kid. Don't Roman, worry. Roman, right. Roman doesn't wrestle anymore. He's a he's a turd. Roman doesn't even show up anymore. He doesn't even do anything. <laughs> you just hear nothing. Paul talking to him on the phone backstage on SmackDown. He doesn't even show Stupid. up anymore. But it, it's Jimmy is is starting to get a little better. I'm still a Jey Uso guy. Absolutely. And believe it or not, we're going to talk about him later, but I'm still a Jey Uso guy. But Jimmy is definitely getting a little better. He's growing on me. He's gone back to the bloodline. He's back with Solo. And the way he kind of stalked and beat up AJ Styles was was interesting. I'm not saying I, I enjoyed it because I love AJ yeah. Styles, and I think that's kind of you know shitty, but... It got John Cena into the fray, and then it it, it, it evolved into what became L.A. Knight and John Cena. I think we're going to have a tag match. And, God, oh, I hope, I don't care which one he pins, I hope L.A. Knight gets the pinfall victory on one of these guys. Because as hot as he's been beating The Miz and running with John Cena and everything else, getting a victory here is just going to help keep skyrocketing that man to the moon, as Cameron Grimes would say. And I'm all for it. It's I'm the bloodline. all for it. It's the bloodline, so L.A. Knight's getting pinned. It's the bloodline, but it's like members three and four of the bloodline. L.A. Knight is getting... No, it's, it's Roman's right hand, Sokoa. No, Roman's right hand is on Raw. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he's no longer in his this replacement. Family. His replacement is on SmackDown with his brother. See, there's a there's a pecking order to this bloodline, and and Jimmy and Solo, like Solo's three, he's literally come up that high because he's never turned on Roman. Jimmy's four, just because he just got back in. So you're facing the third and fourth guy from the bloodline. <laughs> it, yeah. I sooner think Paul Heyman would beat one of them before Solo or Jimmy. <laughs> because yeah, if you think he's... about it, if you go back and you see some of these matches, Solo Sokoa is like the Wheeler Yuta of the bloodline. He takes all the L's. All of them. And he's a huge dude, a tremendous wrestler. I don't know why he takes all the L's, but he does. Because he's only been there for a minute, kind of like Wheeler Yuta. He's, they're, they're, the bloodline's getting the win. And Cena's not getting pinned. So that only leaves one other person. L.A. Knight. Did Cameron Grimes ever get called up? I don't even remember that shit. Did Cameron <laughs> Grimes even work for WWE anymore? I think he's still there. I don't know. I really don't know. 
But what I what I do know is is that should be an interesting tag match. Mm-hmm. And then we have we now have a triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship. EO Sky will be defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Oh, Charlotte's walking out with the title. That's it. That's all I gotta say. I don't know. The last time EO and Charlotte were in a triple threat was NXT and and, and it was in your house and EO did some wild shit that night and got the win. So- <laughs> no, it, it, Charlotte's walking out with the title. He's it's managing been- catering right now. <laughs> all right. I, I, yes. No, Charlotte's walking out with a title. She's been too long since she's been in the spotlight. It's time to put her back. It's a new look title. Okay, bro, Morgan. I get what you're saying, and I love you, but it's been six months. I don't give a shit. It's not time for Charlotte. It's time. It is time for EO Sky. God damn it. She's not she over. Is. She's not where they want her to be. She's not over. She's not. And it's... she's not going to be unless she gets some of these wins. So I'm going to give her this win at the pay-per-view against these two legends for the same reason I wanted LA Knight to beat The Miz. You're because if you can me. beat both these women who have won probably a combined 2024 championships at a pay-per-view, I don't care what pay-per-view it is, your name immediately gets that much more shine. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick plus plus she's still got damage control watching her back, and this is no DQ. You mean Dakota hasn't been fired yet? No, Dakota ba- Dakota's still there. That her Bailey worked it out. They're running together. So, it, if you really think about it, the numbers advantage is on EO side for this one. It's three on two, bro. Really? I miss Liv Morgan. I don't. Really? <laughs> I don't, Lieutenant Dan. Oh. I know. I know. You're from you. You. You're, you, you she's she's like you know adjacent i get it but i don't miss her i don't miss her at all man that's the hey if that's you do you though again enjoy wrestling you know i've always said it and i'll say it again and i'll leave it at that and and all that leaves us at this point well we have two matches i apologize we have the undisputed wwe tag team title match where finn and senior money in the bank Defend against Cody Rhodes and main event Jay Uso. Okay. So after try after trying and failing to recruit Jay Uso, the Judgment Day has now pissed him off, pissed Cody Rhodes off. And by the way, if you've seen the way Jay is talking to Rhea lately and all these new nicknames he's got for himself, I, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil it, but if you've seen it. It's good shit, y'all. It's damn good shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh... But the, but do you think that that I know I know Cody is kind of you know got Jay to broad. He's you know palled around with him a little bit. But do you think that's enough for them to actually pry the titles out of the hands of the Judgment Day? I think it's a kick in the balls to Cody Rhodes to put the tag titles on him. That that's, that's 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 a kick in the balls to him and Jay Uso for what they're trying to do with him. Judgment Day retains. I agree with you completely. I mean, I I love Cody to death, but 
all this and and all these people singing his song and cheering for him and doing all this and all the shit that he's done since he's been back and then you're just gonna slap them together at a hodgepodge tag team and hand them some title belts and and on top of it you're gonna pull them off Morgan the judgment Higgins. day Morgan Higgins <laughs> she got bigger nuts than Rome <laughs> bud I mean he's not wrong He's not, but bro. I from the mouths of babies, you know what I mean? Like like he, I know he's not exactly, but he's not wrong. I, yes, that's exactly it, Lieutenant uh no wrong one. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna win they're gonna win by DQ. That's exactly what's gonna happen. I think Rhea's Rhea's gonna cost him the match. See here's here's the thing, y'all. Again, like with EO, you know, yeah, on paper it's a two on two match. But then you think about it, you got Rhea outside, you got Dirty Dirty Dom Dom on the outside. Then you got J.D. McDonough, who's still jumping through hoops to get into this click with these guys. And by now, they probably should have let him in. They wouldn't even have those tag titles if it weren't for J.D. McDonough, and he's still not in. What the fuck's the guy got to do? Hand Damian Priest the world title? Like, what What the fuck does he have to do? He even gave him the senior money in the bank. They won't let him in. Jay Uso said that. Oh yes, yes he did. <laughs> okay, bud, you're off the hook. No, you're Jay U- hook. I'm sorry that when it came from you, I was too busy laughing. But now that my brain's kicked in, he's right. Jay okay. said she's got bigger balls than Roman ever did on okay. Monday Night Raw last week. I apologize, Morgan. I, I, it was just coming from you. It blew my mind. Yeah, dude. me too. Now, me too. But you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad, homie. We should bring in on this, but I, I don't, I don't see any way that the judge, the the judgment day doesn't win. I think you know it, it's going to be another one of those. Name one of the three people that can get involved and screw it. Like JD McDonough again hits Jey Uso with the with the tag team title, and you know Priest gets the South of Heaven or whatever gives pins in one two three done. They walk off. It doesn't hurt Cody. It really doesn't hurt Jay because that motherfucker is just. He he might be on Cody levels on Raw. Have you seen what this if, man come to the ring? <laughs> what if what if it's not Judgment Day that screws him? What if it's Jimmy and Solo that screw him? Ah, uh, that's a good question because they will be it. They will be, be there. The same show on the same night, so it would it it it's also a possibility. But again. Makes the odds for these two winning these titles even Very slimmer smart. than they already were. So I, I I gotta stick with the Judgment Day, man. They mm-hmm. let's be honest, they are the hottest click in WWE right now. They're bigger than the Bloodline. Sorry, not sorry. Is, they're bigger than the bloodline. fucking Bloodline. I, I I know they're trying. Solo and Jimmy are trying hard to keep that going. And Paul Heyman being on TV is a gift every fucking week. But they're bigger than the bloodline, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm not sorry. They are. They weren't. They are now. They really are now. Literally, numbers, everything. Every yeah. number you can put on the judgment day is bigger than the bloodline. And I, I don't agree. see them, I don't see them losing this match. Now, the last match I'm torn on because I wanted this man to win the world title on the last pay-per-view. But we're getting we're getting Seth Rollins. Versus Shinsuke again 
Only now, it is a last man standing match. Rollins. And this is, by, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but this is after Shinsuke has spent the last, I don't know, four weeks just terrorizing and brutally beating Seth Rollins every chance he gets. That's why Rollins is going to win. See, that's the thing. I, I, I want to agree with you, but at the same time, I'm like, mm, I need Shinsuke to win this fucking not gonna title. Happen. Vince ain't going to let it happen. It. Fuck Vince. Vince has, nothing, Vince has other shit to worry about. Vince, Vince ain't has, gonna let it happen. Vince has has the SEC on his ass. He needs to stay the fuck home and let Papa H cook because if it's up to Papa H, I think he puts the title on Shinsuke and he lets Seth go and kind of do what he needs to do to get his back together. But I don't know who it's up to. That's the thing. I, I figured if it was up to Papa H, he'd won it last time. He didn't. He should have. He didn't. At this point, it, this is totally from my heart because I don't know if I could take another loss. So it's got. I've watched this man lose to gender. I've watched this man lose to AJ in a match that I thought was going to be amazing and wasn't. Mm-hmm. I've watched this man lose to Seth Rollins for a world title, and now I, I can't. I can't sit through another one. I am a. I am a Shinsuke Nakamura mark. I am a Nakamarka, if you will. Come here. Come on. So Shinsuke has got to win this title on Saturday. If Sorry, he I had doesn't, to get, I had to get the dog. oh no, you're fine. If he doesn't, I might politely riot in my own house. Like I'm not gonna throw anything that that costs money, but give me these motherfucking napkins and shit and this fucking stuffed animal. Fuck! Why? <laughs> yeah, not happening. Uh, it's not happening. I know it, you wanted it's to. Gotta, it's gotta. <laughs> it's gonna be a last man standing match that ends in a disqualification. I Morgan know he wants he wants Shinsuke to win. No, yes, we, he wants we we cannot we cannot rest in peace to the man, but we cannot have another fiend ending in a Seth Rollins match mm-hmm. where it's last man standing and they disqualify Shinsuke. That that can't that can't fucking happen again. Go back to the tape of people screaming <laughs> refund at the top of their lungs. Hi, Mika. <laughs> okay. Does Mika want to get her pick in? <laughs> no, Morgan just peeked his head in the door. <laughs> Hi, Morgan. <laughs> I love that kid. He got her barking. But yeah, it's it's gotta it's it's fine, dude. We've had worse on this show. I know. It's got to be Shinsuke this time. It's got to be, man. I can't take another title loss for Shinsuke. I might not be here next Friday if Shinsuke loses again. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I know I can run the show. Yeah, this is true. At least I thought you had to run the show. And I gave you the login. So you're good there. <laughs> but if you don't see me next Friday, it's because Shinsuke, Shinsuke lost and my heart couldn't fucking handle it. That's that's That's... That's just going to be the way that it is. One little bonus WWE thing, and then we can Mm -hmm. shut this shit down. Gunther versus the actual Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa, was amazing. Having a DIY reunion after it was very good. Very lackluster. Cutting, here's the thing, cutting the DIY reunion off mid 
move to go to whatever the fuck comes on after. I think now they do a show about like real life Hot Wheels or some shit. Sweet. Which is which is cool. No, and, and it's one of the guys from American Top Gear, so I can't be too mad at it. But 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 what the fuck? I don't know if it was just USA being bitches or WWE not realizing they ran out of time, but they were literally in the middle of that kick knee combo from the corner where Johnny does his thing and 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 Champa does his thing in the other corner and they meet in the middle while the guy's on his knees. Cut. Oh, you, you mean the V trigger? You, you mean the, the, the BTE, BTE trigger? That shit is older than the BTE trigger. But they were right in the middle of that. And they were in the corners and it was about to happen. And they just cut the fucking feet. Because Gargano got no reaction when he came out. The crowd was quiet. Dude, my reaction was quite opposite. I, well, I, you're, you're... Fucking DIY, DIY man. <laughs> Like, most oh of most God. of these people forgot who DIY was. Or maybe they didn't know to begin with, you know? <laughs> maybe. Nakamura for World Champion. Thank you, Lennox. Thank you. It's not just me. We need justice for Shinsuke. We need gold Listen. around that man's waist. Listen, there's, there's And we need two- DIY full reunion on Monday Night Raw, goddammit. There's only there's <laughs> only two world champions that I root for. MJF at one and Seth freaking Rollins at two. That's it. Those are the only world champions you need in wrestling. You know, I love, you know, I love Seth Rollins to death, but Shinsuke needs this belt, man. Shinsuke needs, he doesn't know. He doesn't needs this belt. He's never had one. Rollins has had like double digits. Shinsuke's never had one. (laughs) Let's, 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 let's get Shinsuke, Shinsuke to cut a promo like Seth Rollins. And then we'll see. Have you been watching his vignettes and shit? He's been amazing. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't wanna I don't wanna keep yeah, going with this. Nope. Cause cause we're we're just we're beating a dead horse now. But Shinsuke's yeah. gotta win. He's gotta okay. fucking win. He's gotta okay. fucking win. <laughs> and with that being said, there is one place on Facebook you can find us. Look down at the bottom of the screen. It's Top Rope Wrestling Talk on Facebook. That is our group. That's where we have our threads. That's where we have our forums. That's where we have our music league that Grandma Wendy puts on. That I am currently the defending champ and in first with a by a very large margin. Running away with it. I'm I'm running away with this shit. And we still got four more weeks to go. Or five more weeks. Something like that. Anyways, join our group on Facebook. That's Top Rope Wrestling Talk. That's the one that I created. Then you can find us on the X. Yes, the X FKA Twitter at Top Rope WT. It's in the my top left, which will probably be your top right above right, me, right above Dom. <laughs> and then you can find us on Circle of Debates, number one Instagram handle that the El Presidente will never let me change because he never. loves it so much. And Why that is. That is at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. Yes, that is where you can find us on the gram. We post clips, everything, upcoming shows, clips from other shows. All the fun stuff goes up there. And with that being said, Grandma Wendy is not here. So, Dom, tell us the rest of the shit. Absolutely. Well, of course, we are part of the Circle of Debate family now, along with the Meatheads, along with the Wrestling DeLorean. You can find us wherever you find Circle of Debate. So whether you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, just Circle of Debate at 
circle of debate, capital C O D, because we are money. <laughs> yes, COD is in the house. And for our for our old content, you can find some of it on the Rewind Wrestling Network. Shout out to those guys. You can find some of it on the Fanatics Network. Shout out to those guys. But most of it you can find at anchor.fm backslash TRWT. Or you can go to TRWT parentheses of Fox Den John on YouTube. J-A-W-N. You will see old episodes of Top Rope. You will see old you will see the original episodes of the Meatheads podcast there, by the way. Because before these two episodes on Circle Debate, Morgan had two episodes on on there. So if you like if you like the ones here, go check those out too. I'm sure Morgan would love you for it. Hell yeah. And you can also find Top Rope merch at trwtmerch.threadless.com. When you go to the website, you will see all of our logos. If you click on one of those logos, you can find a vast, copious array of items to put that logo on. Whether it be a mug, a tumbler, a beach towel, a bath mat, a hoodie, a t-shirt, a onesie. We have leggings for women. We have slip-on shoes. We have cell phone cases. The works. Go to trwtmerch.threadless.com, check out the entire selection, and get yours today, goddammit, because I really want to go to WrestleMania, and I really need some money. (laughs) Stay fresh, cheese bags. Oh, yeah! Enjoy wrestling, y'all. Enjoy Fastlane, whatever the fuck. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Deuces, bitches. Bye!